apparently it is not because I tapped on it. How about now? Uh, can you hear me now, guys? So, okay. So, okay. Hey, hey, Juniper. Uh, can you hear me now? Oh, hey, Tina. Uh, Tina, can you hear me also? You know, I know. Yeah. So there's a very sensitive mute button on this thing, and it's hilarious. And so I don't. I barely even have to touch it, and it. You know, it's just like stuff. So anyway, technical difficulty. That's how things work. So, oh, hey, Steven. Hey, Jake. Okay, mic is on. Yes. Technology is awesome and complicated. So, hey, Juniper. Yes, we got it. We go. Hey, Todd. Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining me on Ask Chi Anything. So, uh, again, this is the second episode. I'm super excited. And looking like we are working out some technology, I get, you know, I got Instagram going now and I got YouTube and I'm seeing all the chats. So, and um, yeah, I'm just super excited. So, and uh, I already got some questions that got sent to me earlier, uh, 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 last couple of days. Uh, but, you know, feel free like to chat right in. You know, right now we are uh, only two minutes in and, you know, no still people coming in. Right now it's only nine and here's Bootsy. Always have to make an appearance, obviously, right? <laughs> so, hey, cutie. Yeah, and uh, I did not drop my cat last time. She, she just fell off. So, uh, but here she is, or him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Karma, thanks for coming. So... Juniper, okay. Juniper is, uh, remind me how old you are now. What is it, like 12 years old? Uh, it's a self-made woman who is have her own uh, doggy daycare and boarding. So here in Douglas County. Amazing, you know, young woman, you know, really get stuff done and really love animals and take care of animals. And uh, and she has a, a, a business where she take care of boarding uh, for dogs and uh, such. So definitely uh, check her out. So, okay. Oh, hey, Steven, you already got a uh, question in for me. Okay. So, hey, Chi, what major adventure do you have plans for this year? All right. So, huh, major plan. Uh, so there's going to be some of the stuff that I'm already planning to do like I did last year. So uh, I would plan to do skydiving again. Uh, because, you know, why not? Uh, I'm going to go uh, to Tony Robbins. Uh, and uh, another thing is, if I could get my schedule correctly, I, I want to go to Cabo, uh, Mexico, uh, this year. Um, other than that, I, you know, I do want to go back to visit my uh, my mom and some friends uh, back in California. Um, you know, as, as some of you know, if you don't know, that I originally grew up in Oakland, California, and and I just want to, you know, it's been a while since I got, went back and visit. So it's not kind of a big adventure, but it's definitely something. And so I want to, you know, go back there and kind of visit. So uh, one of the things, uh, another thing that kind of like a bucket list, you know, I have a friend, uh, Ariel, who we decided to kind of be a bucket list uh, buddy and want to do something kind of crazy every year. And this year I want to... Uh, go and you know maybe do something like a scuba diving or something like that, and 
it it is like kind of interesting because like f- jumping out of airplane didn't really scare me as much until the door opens. Uh, but scuba diving seems a little bit scarier because um have this imagination of being crushed by water or drawn by water or getting eaten by sharks. So, so there's a t- slightly more danger there. So, but uh, I think that's something I would want to, you know, try. So depending how my schedule works and everything, uh, I know scuba diving requires a lot of training. So uh, that's uh, part of it. It's like training and actually getting the gears and doing that. So, and as a four foot, you know, 10 person, uh, gears are tend to be uh, going to be a little more complicated. Oh, hey, Troy, how's it going? Thanks for joining me on Instagram. So, so anyway, yeah. So yes, Tony Robbins, awesome. And oh yeah, Bootsy is a special guest. Uh, let's see. And yeah, yeah, his seminars is amazing. So I went with uh, to see his Unleash the Power Within last November, and it definitely helped shift my life. Uh, and anybody who has the opportunity, who can afford it, uh, you know, who you know able to do it, should really, I highly recommend it. I also did a fire walk that uh, that uh, during that event. Uh, so what a fire walk is essentially um, hot coal, and I walk on hot fire coal. It's about 16 feet, and um, and I did it. It was hot, <laughs> um, but it was also like exhilarating. It was like you know you could do whatever you believe in, and uh, and Tony Robbins really prepped us uh, to get to that point of like, okay, you could do it. Here's what you're gonna, how you're gonna do it, and then what you're gonna do. So it's uh, it was a uh, pretty amazing. So so anybody who have the opportunity to do it. So Tina. Uh, Oh, you said you're saying parasailing? I thought about parasailing, but somehow that doesn't feel like a bucket list. It seems maybe too easy. I don't know. Maybe that's just me lying to myself. Who knows? Um, oh, Jake, you used to be a scuba instructor. It's pretty fun, can definitely be scary, and it was fun for me. Hey, are you still licensed or, I don't know, like certified? Like, can you train me? Maybe that's the, that's the thing. It's like, hey, I have a friend who's a scuba instructor. Maybe that's faith. So, Jaken, let's uh, let's chat, okay? Let's get this going. So, uh, oh, Juniper, you scared of sharks also, and always want to do scuba diving. Hey, I don't know what the age limit is, but you know, uh, maybe let's uh, get to talk to your family and get you, you know, to certify because uh, I would think it'd be an awesome adventure for you as well. So, yeah. Okay, what else here? So, let's see. Okay, so I one of the question. I don't see any other question. I do see there's 14 people alive right now, so I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, and but there was one question that was asked to me because I'm a realtor and that's what you know I do. Is what's going on in the market? How's the market? So I got our handy dandy local action report here. And I am actually in the preparation to do a market update video. Uh, so you'll just see that in the next couple of days. But for those who's tuning in or we, we playing this, um, we're watching this later, I'm gonna give you a little heads up. So here in Douglas County, based on the RMS, which is the regional market uh, listing service, from December of 2020 to 2021, the average sales price has increased to 17.3%. And that is an average sales price of 
two hundred seventy-four thousand two hundred dollars to three hundred and twenty-one thousand five hundred dollars. So, yeah, in the in these last twelve month spans,、um, pretty much most of the country, as well as here, has increased.、Um, you know, about seventeen, eighteen percent. It's pretty dramatic, and I know that affordability is becoming an issue. And so,、um, but that's kind of like the reality of the market.、Uh, some people ask me, you know, am I foreseeing any kind of crash or something? I don't foresee that. You know, if we survive the shutdown or, you know, all the whatever volatility of the market is,、uh, I don't see that.、Um, but that's my opinion, and some other people's opinion. Don't mark my work. I do not have a crystal ball, so that's what I gotta say. Typically, here in Douglas County, we have an average of four to five percent annual average、uh, price increase. So, you know, even I don't see it continue to be like, you know, ten twenty percent increase, but it's still going to at least do to about four to five.、Um, if you're looking to、uh, buy, you know. Get pre-approved immediately,、uh, and and see what we could do for you. Pro,、um, interest rate are increasing, so if any of my lender buddies are here, you know, please chime in. I know that I recently got an update on Monday that、uh, the Feds are are half already increasing interest rate on long-term、uh, loans. Those are the the mortgage loans, the、uh, you know, longer,、uh, more than like I think five, ten years, and thirty years mortgage. So that means that most lender are gonna be start increasing rate. What that means is,、uh, if you were able to afford a certain budget with the low interest, unfortunately your budget will sh- will be shrinking、um, if you don't、uh, get get going now. So、uh, that's、um, you know that's kind of where the reality of the market is right now. So, all right, what is going on?、Uh, so, oh hey, Cruz. Thanks for coming,、uh, Karma. If I missed it, what is an interest rate? Okay, I am not a mortgage broker, so I cannot quote your interest. <laughs> That is a legal thing here. But、um, I have some amazing、uh, mortgage lender that I'd be happy to refer you to to tell you that information, as well as、uh, some of the local bank website、uh, does have some kind of like general interest rate amounts that they have. Um, obviously, those things fluctuate depending on if you are,、um, you know, your income, credit, debt to income ratio, whatever, whatnot. So,、um, I all I can say is the market right now we are looking or already looking at interest rate going up. So, if you're looking to refinance, better get going now. So, or looking to buy, better get going now. I know, you know, like affordability is becoming harder. And I still believe that home ownership is still in reach as far as Douglas County,、uh, so it's good that you you know start get going now. Um, so, um, anyways, let's take a let's kind of take a look and going on.、Uh, see, oh hey Royal, thanks for、uh, coming. Okay, Mora has a question. Do you do veterans loan? So,、uh, I have a lot of mortgage lender. That uh, offers uh, more uh, veteran loans,、uh, VA loans, and I have helped and happy to continue to help a lot of veterans to achieve their home dreams. 
So, you know, I know the process as far as that, you know, what's entails and also making sure that, uh, you know, finding the right home for you uh, and then give you all the instructions. So if you're looking for a, a, you know, looking for a VA loan to buy a house, you know, definitely contact me, reach out to me uh, after the, um, the show uh, and I'll be happy to point you the right directions. So, uh, oh, hey, Stacy. See, love that you're doing this. Have a great night. Oh, well, hey, yeah, have a great night as well. Thanks for, you know, coming by and say hi. So, all right. So still got 14 people and two on uh, Instagram. So, oh, hey, Bobby Lee. Thanks for joining. And Vala, hey. So, all right, let's see. Oh, Cruz. Okay, question. Do you have some insight into what someone who is an independent contractor needs in order to secure a mortgage. Okay. So again, if any of my mortgage lender buddies uh, are here, definitely chime in. Uh, so typically they need two years of, uh, of income uh, showing uh, like tax income. So they have to have two year taxes to show, you know, positive income. And with that information, uh, the lender will use that information to determine kind of how much you they can lend you, how much you could qualify. So that's kind of the standard. Obviously, there's still the ink, you know, what how much income it is. Uh, usually, they look at the net income, the you know, the profit. They also look at your credit uh, income as well. And if you have any other income, like a you know, a side job, a side gig, that also helps too. So. Um, so I hope that uh, answer, you know, just kind of brief question, anything more detail, I definitely recommend you reach out to me and, you know, we could go in depth into what all that entails. But as far as just kind of like the general, you know, two years of um, tax return showing uh, some kind of positive income. So, and uh, yeah, and any other income that you might have and also credit score also still matters. So, all right, who else? Oh, hey, Vala. Thanks for coming. So, all right. So, Karma uh, asked, how would I get a tax transcript? So, there's a couple ways that I understood. And it's been a while since I, asked, I requested a tax transcript uh, from the IRS. But you could call them, which enjoy the, you know, 30-minute uh, to an hour long wait. Uh, you could fax them. Now, I'm not sure who uses fax anymore, but I'm sure there are some people does. Uh, they're also um, very, very, you can also just go to one of the local tax offices. Um, I'm not sure which one in Eugene, uh, here in Roseburg is a tax office. I know there's a social security office. So I'm, I believe we'll probably have to go to Eugene. Um, you know, please correct me if I'm wrong about that. So I can actually, let me take a look here. Um, how to get... This is where uh, you're going to show, show you my Google. So, uh, tax transcript. So, all right. Getting straight from the horse of IRS. So, order copies of tax record include transcript of past tax uh, returns, tax account information, wage, and income statements. Okay, you can request them online, actually. There's an online website. You can request them online. Um, let's see. Uh, and there's a whole process where you do your IRS IDs and information, and you can even actually print them um, immediately. So uh, alternative ways is transcript by mail. 
uh, and that takes about five to ten uh, calendar days. So, and there's also by phone number. Hey, look like they took the fax information off here. So, see, told you I was was been a minute since I requested a tax transcript. So, but looks like you could just get that pretty immediate uh, online here. So, um, so the website is www.irs.gov/backwards/individuals/backwards/get and then dash transcript. That's where you get it from. So, so I hope to answer your question, Karma. All right, pause. So this is super exciting, but I've got it's really nice seeing this for the time I could. I'll look forward to the rest of it later. Yes, hey, yes, Juniper, you have a good rest. Yeah, you've been doing a lot. So thank you for joining. So all right. So uh, unless there's uh, more questions, I'm gonna go dive into this. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna dive into a little bit more on the market update. So. This kind of idea is like where our inventory situation is. At the end of December 2021, Douglas County ended with 1.3 months of inventory. 1.3 months. So by the time uh, end of December, essentially it's just saying like you know in less than a month and a half, we'll be sold out. So this is this a lot of the push of the. Uh, price increase in the average price increase is because of inventory issue. Um, there's not speculation per se, but it's mostly like we just don't have a lot of uh, homes for sale right now, and but we still have a lot of people who qualify despite you know prices gone up and interest rate are steadily going up. Uh, we still have a lot of qualified buyers. Uh, and it, uh, as far as like a lot of the situation and fires going on in other states, uh, a lot of people are migrating to to Oregon and a lot of people really like, you know, the Umqua Valley. We have some of the best weather uh, in the state. Yeah, like right now, what was it? We had like just three days of snow, um, which for me, that's more than enough. Um, so... Yeah, uh, the climate here, the, the Umqua Valley has really good uh, weather for agriculture. Um, it's, I just, you know, I think it's just a good place to live, which that means other people also find a good place to live. Um, so, but we're not quite as crazy priced as some other places like in the cities or like Medford, you know, where it's closer to California, things like that. Oh hey Todd. Okay, you you heading out? Oh, well, definitely. Good night. You know, thanks for uh, uh, coming on, and um, you're welcome, Karma. Yeah, I'm glad the info was helpful for you. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So so that's kind of the market report. Just kind of also give you an idea, is that you know where we at as far as so in two thousand in twenty twenty, we had two thousand sixty four new listing. 2021, we actually had more new listing, 2,241 new listing. So uh, slightly, you know, a little bit less than 200 new listing for the year. But as far as, you know, sales and closing close, it's, uh, we had close transaction of, uh, in 2020 was 1,832. Uh, in 2021 was 1,806. 
But the prices, you know, what might have slowed down is because the prices has increased again, as I mentioned, two hundred seventy four thousand two hundred to three hundred twenty one five hundred, and whereas, you know, the total time on the market in twenty twenty uh, was at average of seventy three days, in uh, here in twenty twenty one we were looking at forty one days. So, again, this is kind of like some of the you know statistic nerds, you know, if you guys want to know these things. So, uh, okay. So Stephen Roy, thanks to me. I have to run. I have a VA loan available. Now I'm deciding Jackson County or Douglas County. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. Well, you know, if you have a question or you're looking to shop, Stephen, I know you're leaving, but if you have more questions, definitely hit me up after the call. It'll be, you know, awesome to, you know, help you out and give you a more insight into the market. So, and, uh, so, I'm going to dive in some other like kind of like off topic questions that or not off the, uh, like outside real estate uh, questions that people have uh, contacted me about and because you know this is actually anything. So all right, so there were a couple questions here that I was not able to answer last time. And so I'm going to I'm going to dive right. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me see. Uh, Cruz actually asked the question, is there something people within the real estate industry can do to stimulate the market and get some more inventory out there? Yeah, uh, a lot of times we, you know, um, I know some, uh, we send out postcards uh, to the community to pe let people know that, like, you know, what the uh, situation on the market looks like, what's the update, as well as, like, you know, if they're ever interested in thinking about selling, we help them. We also, um, you know, sometimes just do community events and uh, like education. Like this is kind of one of the things I like to do. I like to do education because some people might just been thinking about selling, but they don't know what uh, what they doing. You know, what like what's the market look like, or is it is it a good time? You know, what is the way to as far as getting to the next home situation? So a lot of our job is to really outreach. Like it's kind of interesting. Like we do outreach. And we do education. That's how we get people to be in the market. And we also like, you know, call people up. Sometimes I'm sure some of you guys have seen calls, you know, about like, hey, so and so sell the you know the house. Are you interested in selling? We do what we can to um, do that. I don't do a lot of those. Again, I focus more on the just like education aspect. So, oh, hey sis, yeah, Tawana, thanks for uh, coming. Glad you made it. Hey. You know, let me, uh, you know, ask me anything. This is a great time. So um, ways to do stimulate more uh, in the market. Um, you know, make it as easy, you know, as easy as possible for people to sell their homes. Uh, because a lot of time, actually, one of the things that people are worried about, especially with the inventory situation right now, is people are looking to move. Like either they want to move up or move down or same situation or out of the uh, out of the city out of the state whatever it is and they are afraid they're afraid they're not gonna find a home they're afraid that if they you know sell the home they're gonna be homeless what we do as real estate agents is we are advisors we are here to kind of give you the strategies and the tips so you know what to do so like making sure like you know if we're gonna sell your home this is the way we're gonna also make sure you will find another home you know, we will, we provide you the best information as far as like the strategy, like, okay, let's find this home and let's make sure it's a contingent. Or if we put a house on the market, we make sure to tell people that it's going to require you to um, 
find another replacement home before you buy. Or, you know, we might have these like rent back uh, situation um, uh, that give you opportunity to rent your uh, home for, you know, that you're currently living in after closing. So give you a little time to move or to find that house. You know, obviously that's, you can't do that forever, but these are strategies and t uh, techniques that we advise our uh, clients so they be able to, to provide that, you know, make those decisions here. So, ooh, my camera's a little falling. Let me put that up a little bit. Okay, there you go. I know, technical difficulty, things like that happens. All right, who else? Oh, Bobby Lee on Instagram asked, what would your dream sale look like? My dream sale? Like, you know, like my, my dream listing? Uh, I guess working with a client that, like, I don't know, every dream, every sell is a dream because um, I'm just so grateful for everybody who, you know, entrusts me to help them list the home and help them trust, uh, sell the home. You know, that includes um, the family who's looking to sell the manufacturer home in the park so they could upgrade to, uh, you know, a bigger home and, you know, also like the million dollar homes on the, on the riverside. Those are really nice. Uh, so I, it's like, I, you know, like one that has a big paycheck. I, but I also like find gratitude in the ones that like, uh, we, bec uh, my clients become friends and who are still here and supports me and, you know, and we could still chat and talk to each other. So I don't know. Like that's, that's, Kind of, I know I'm kind of cheesy, but yeah. All right, Burke Marketing. Uh, how do you recommend people start investing in rental properties? Um, find a realtor. Uh, we could, you know, provide you some strategies and techniques as far as like looking for rental property. We sometimes have off-market properties, and another thing is also like really having true. Um, uh, kind of understanding where you stand. Are you truly ready to invest in the rental properties? Because it's going to require not just cash immediately, but there's going to be like some cash, you know, to if it needs repairs or are you, how are you, how are you going to deal with uh, renters, all that such. So really having some a good realtor to kind of go over all aspects from the beginning to end of, of uh, investing in rentals. And then also get your back as far as like, you know, keeping the eyes on the market when something comes up and like really help you jump on those good deals. That's a way. Um, again, and also like education. Yeah. And education, it's going to be a big deal again from the, all the different uh, things that's going to be, um, you know, need to pick up and need to know. Um, and in a good realtor who's, you know, experienced in those areas, um, it's going to be able to give you that information um, because again, um, you know, it's not just like buying a house. You want to make sure also it's like, um, your, the, 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 our, the return on investment is going to be, or like, is your rent that you're going to get from these tenants, it's going to be enough to cover your mortgage that you're going to be using. Or if you go use cash, is it going to be a good ROI or is it going to be like, you're just getting this much back? Like, because Tenants law also in Oregon has changed and they aren't necessarily most favorable to landlords. So that's also something you want to be mindful of when you're looking to invest in rental properties.
So, all right, what questions? Uh, I hope that helps you. And obviously, you know, if you want to go dive deep into detail and the small stuff, you know, reach out to me. I'd be happy to kind of go over some information, more information, more in depth with you. Um, so, all right, Tawana, there's a lot of people going into real estate right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on the large increase of licensed agent? So, um, good luck. Uh, statistically, 80% um, of real estate agents don't make it past two years. So, like, just because there's a lot of new agents in the market, that doesn't mean much. What I would, um, you know, want to make sure is that uh, whoever these agents, you know, working with, especially like the brokerage, is providing the suitable training and suitable, suitable guidance and mentorship so they could actually be successful. Because that statistic of 80% of agents don't make it past two years, there's a reason. And a lot of that is, um, you know, I'm not talking bad about any specific brokerage, but being a real estate agent, you are an independent contractor. You are, you own your own business. You are mostly on your own. But if you have a good brokerage that got your back, have a good, um, you know, um, like really provide you the training and the education to coaching and the support, you could be successful. But as far as my dot, that's how, you know, all these large increase of agents, not, um, you know, I know my work. I know how I take care of my clients. I know how I take care of the community and I know how I'm showing up. So for me, it's just more like, um, you know, best of luck for them. Uh, Sterling, that's an insanely high percentage. Um, are you talking about the, the average price increase? Yeah, it is quite high. Um, unfortunately, that's kind of the reality of the market. You know, uh, I recently talked to some client recently, and oh, my camera still looks like that. Doesn't. Here you go. All right. Yeah, we're going to technology. We'll get some stuff off done. Okay, I'll have some more professional stuff later. Um, yeah. So talk about um, some clients. Clients I worked at uh, work with twenty twenty. Some of them I was able to still help them buy a home under two hundred thousand dollars. Now. Under two hundred thousand dollars looks almost like a fixer, and and that honestly, uh, to me, who you know really care about uh, housing for everybody, uh, it's it's a little sad because unfortunately our wages aren't necessarily getting higher, so it's a little rough there. So, uh, talk to us about your biggest challenge in twenty twenty one in the marketplace. 2021, uh, I think I just kind of brought it up, is with the, such a high uh, price increase, uh, I have clients that were tapped out on the budget. And, and I just kind of like, you know, this, this is kind of where we're at. I don't want to say it like there's no hope, but it is a big challenge to say like, hey, this is... Uh, your budget, and if we were looking at three months ago or six months ago, I maybe I could still get you something. But now it's just like uh, we need to be even more creative about it. So that was some of my uh, biggest challenge as far as uh, in the marketplace. Um, and you know, 
and just inventory situation. Because when you don't have、uh, a lot of inventory, you're also competing with, you know, three to five other、uh, buyers. And and if you are tapped on your budget, and or if you you know competing, like if you're working with a government loan where, you know, you need a seller's credit or something like that. You gonna get beaten by somebody who's a conventional loan or cash, who's have a or large down payment, and those are some of the challenges that I really feel for、uh, my my clients. So, anyway, so okay, so I'm gonna move on to some other questions. So, all right, Bobby on Instagram, how would someone go about buying land for a spiritual sanctuary? Do you know the hoops to jump through? Um, so. Buying land is buying land,、um, but if you want to look at a spiritual sanctuary, there's there's a lot of play. I would say like, you know, whatever land you buy, make sure it feels right to you. I'm cricket here, but I'm not straight anyway, so doesn't matter. <laughs>、um, like, you know, it's easy to go and say like, hey, let me go buy a piece of land, especially if you have the cash for it. Or you have the good、uh, invest investors and、um, or in, you know or good loan that able to you know take care of that for you. There's not a lot of、um, land loans out there,、um, but there are. But they do require a pretty significant amount of cash down, typically at least twenty percent down.、Uh, if you're able to get one that、um, you know to、uh, buy a land for you. But I think if you talk about spiritual、uh, sanctuary, there's also kind of like Is this land like sacred land? Is this indigenous land? Was there trauma in place? Because you really don't want to just go randomly buy a piece of land, be like, "Hey, cool, there's a piece of land," and realize there are like hundreds of bodies buried underneath it.、Um, I personally haven't seen that, but you know, we know that this land、um, in this country has a lot of trauma in it. So we we need to really come from a lot of respect. And if it's a place that you know. Uh, literally has like, you know, were like a battle, and I would not want to、um, buy a space for that. So, but anyway, as far as just buying land in general, there there are loan options, there are cash options, there are、um, you know you want to make sure you, whatever land you buying is、uh, go suit your needs. So if you're looking at sanctuary. Uh, are you gonna put people in there, or you gonna have a house, or you gonna have a lodge? So you want utilities,、uh, you want to have power access, you want to have, you know, water access, and and if it those ha- those don't have those, you want to make sure you have the the money to buy those.、Um, so as as far as some of the、um, land loans that I've seen, some of them require you to,、uh, even though they、uh, require you twenty percent down. They want to at least have like certain utilities already there,、uh, like a septic tank or or something. So、uh, just be prepared that you are so going to have to consider like、uh, there are going to be additional costs or buying a piece of land to have those things, which going to be make the land more pricey. So that's something to consider. Oh, look at this! It's、uh, my chat's just going. Sorry, I get kind of into chatting about these sometimes. So, all right, let's see. Um, all right, Tawana, do you see the market price that the manufactured home market is going to increase? As an insurance agent, I am starting to see this trend. Well, 
they're going to increase just because of material. Uh, like, so when you say uh, manufactured home, are you just talking about like the home itself or are you talking about like home with land or even a home in a, um, in a park? Because just mere fact of inventory, you go have a, you know, a price uh, increase because of that, uh, just because of supply and demand. But I think like manufacturing is going to get a little bit more expensive just because right now there are supply issue all over the place, supply chain issue all over the place. Uh, and, and timber were, you know, really expensive for quite a while. Um, has dropped a little bit, but I'm not sure how long that's going to last. Um, and so overall, it's it's probably going to be a minute like of an increase. Like, you know, everything is just kind of expensive right now. Pork is expensive. Chicken is expensive. So I would not be surprised manufacturing home will be, you know, the cost of manufacturing home market will be uh, higher too. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just kind of... Like I, I don't know what kind of dramatic situation will cause um, things to be better. Um, I hope I don't get to see that. So, um, but because I feel like if something dramatic enough to really balance some something, it's might be a really uh, not might not be the best for you know the economy and a lot of people in general. So I don't know. Um, so. Oh, hey, Ariel. Ariel, thank you for joining. So, okay, with the cost of living being uh, so high compared to the average wages, people are finding solutions that don't fit in the nuclear family model. Uh, compassionate relationship with or without kids, friends wanting to buy together, cover costs, intergenerational families, etc. What supports can you provide to these unconventional families finding a property? In getting financing, so that's amazing question because you do not have to be blood family to buy a home together. Uh, you just have to make sure you trust each other enough um, to co-sign uh, loans. Uh, but just like with anything, you got to make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, credit is you know decent for everybody. Uh, income uh, situation and um, and whatnot. Mortgage loan officer will let you buy a home uh, with, uh, with multiple people. Um, my biggest thing will be make sure you trust these people. And because buying a home is kind of like marriage, um, you kind of get stuck on it for a while. And it's, and it's a pretty big investment to buy with uh, other people. And so, just like you know, with marriage, you better make sure you trust these people before you put the ring on it. So. Uh, okay, Tawana, people are having a hard time affording stake-built homes. Yeah, it is. Like, stake-built homes are expensive. Um, and in a manufactured home are, you know, tend to be a little bit cheaper. So it's a great way to consider manufactured home. Um, but as, you know, Tawana knows that they are insurance insured differently. And they also are seen as differently as far as uh, uh, mortgage you know, most uh, most uh, manufactured home that older than 1976, uh, well, actually, probably 1976 and older, are not financeable. So it's like, you know, they are cheaper, but they also don't necessarily like, 
I wouldn't say they don't retain the value because if they're on land, they will retain、uh, some value because just based on the land, such and also depending how your condition. But they do have kind of like an age limit. Once they tap out at that age range,、uh, they might not be even financeable. Where a stick built, if you maintain it relatively well, like I sold houses in、uh, in the nineteen tens, and as long as they're in good condition, they're financeable. Manufactured home, nine, there's no such thing as a nineteen ten manufactured home. You know, if there's a manufactured nineteen sixties. It's gonna be considered, you know, a very, very special loan or cash only situation. So、um, that's kind of where I I think is a good idea and making like you know things more affordable.、Um, but as far as long term, you know, if you're gonna look at like living there for like thirty years,、um, but then if that's gonna be like kind of、like、your retirement fund, you might want to you know think a little further ahead as far as like. You know, can I sell this at that time and get the biggest bang for my buck for to support my retirement? So, all right.、Uh, next question, Cruz、um, might be out of your specialty. However, how would one go about securing an area within a parking lot for a small business? Example would be a Dutch Bro in a grocery store parking lot. I'm not exactly sure what are you asking. Like securing, like you mean, like getting, like leasing, because,、uh, like I've seen,、uh, people have like make lease agreement with um, um, other business owners and to utilize that.、Um, but as far as like how Dutch Bro does the thing, I have no idea. Like I could Google it, you know, like what is like a Dutch Bro franchise.、Uh, Um, real estate requirements. Oh, there's actually Dutch Bro real estate、uh, requirements.、Uh, let's see. No. How can I invest in Dutch Bros? No. Freestanding drive-through single. Location requests. I love Google because they kind of like provide you some suggestions for you already. So,、uh, see. Yeah, they have a pretty extensive、um, contact us page.、Uh, become a barista. Employment location information media request investment. Huh.、Uh, this is gonna take me a little more extensive research. So,、uh, I might try to research that next time and、uh, research that during the、uh, between this show and next and get back to you. So, if I could、uh, get some more information, maybe I'll go drive through one of the Dutch people and ask them. So, so get back to you on that, Chris. All right, Tawana.、Uh, oh, replying. Okay, I would think there would be a lease agreement from the property owner. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's why you know usually it would just be a lease agreement. So,、uh, 
Okay, Tawana, how can we be a guest on your podcast? Um, just ask. So you want to be a guest, Tawana? Because uh, I haven't even quite sure, like, you know, what would that look like? But I think that will be, a, we can make that happen. So so just 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 hit me up, you know, message me and uh, let's get it set up. So we could be like, ask she anything, guest star, Tawana Phelps, you know, from Allstate. So, um, so anyways, uh, Cruz, I think the team is right. Thank you. Oh, you mean Tawana is right. Yeah, Tawana is always right. So, um, I'm pretty sure Dutch has a very specific info out there, but a, a better search will be a generic coffee shop space lease. So, oh, Cruz, you want to come too, huh? Is that what's going to happen? Everybody going to want to join in? So, all right, we can make that happen. We could, we could kind of get you guys on the schedule. So, yeah. So, let's see. I'm checking on Instagram. See you got what you got here. Let's see. Am I missing any question? Did I miss anything? Okay. What? What is it? Uh, okay. Oh, hey, Ariel, you want to join too? Okay. Yeah, we can make that happen. I'm sure, you know, what is great with technology, with all of these setup, I could actually either have people attend with me or I could actually do a virtual where I can invite guests onto the show. So, Ariel, we could definitely make that happen because I know that you're in Canada and, and such. Netflix series recommendation. I don't watch Netflix, but I recently heard. No, I don't remember. No. So I do not have any Netflix uh, recommendation. I could Google that for you. So let me uh, Google that. Netflix. Uh, what is it? Series recommendation. Okay. Let's see. Series recommendation okay what we got what do okay so according to google binge wordy tv show number one the witcher number two lost in space number three emily in paris number four ozark number five squid game number six breaking bad number seven Down downtown abbey uh, and I've lost track. What number am I? Uh, number eight, manifest. So these are binge worthy TV shows that you can watch on Netflix. And I personally have no opinions about any of them, just to be certain. So, all right. So what else we got here? Oh, hey, Diana, and thanks for coming. So for Manufactured Home, what is the best insurance and best fire coverage? I always say ask Tawana. Tawana from Allstate Insurance will be uh, able to kind of give you ideas what's the best insurance. And so, um, oh, she's answering. It depends on the age of the home. So so she's uh, she works with Allstate and then definitely one of the places that you want to check out. Uh, I know there are... Uh, definitely other insurance companies there, uh, 
foremost typically do um uh ooh, man my thing just keep uh slanting does not want to be straight ah and um so um yeah foremost there's some other ones that i remember seeing um but i like as far as best insurance i trust tawana uh, as far as like gaining uh, ideas, you know, where they at. So maybe Tawana, you could chime in on this. Okay, Jill, you said call the midwife. Uh, is that a TV show or is that a book? I'm hoping it's a TV show. So I'm hoping you're just answering Cruz on that. So because I have no idea what call the midwife is. And again, I apologize my lack of knowledge for Netflix uh, shows. All right, so let's go ahead. Uh, Tawana, talk to us a few minutes about your Reiki experience. Oh, okay. So I mentioned a Reiki last uh, week, and it is a so just kind of recap. It is a an energetic um, practice that typically uh, used to um, provide. You know, um, we don't. They don't, for medical purposes, they don't actually call it healing, um, but it does, you know, help with a lot of um, ailments and that relate to energy. So, you know, if you're going through depression or if there's pain in certain areas or you're looking for calming anxieties and different things like that, a wiki is uh, really good. So, and as some of you guys know that last year I got through some really deep depression. And I um, had seek a Reiki practitioner to help support uh, me in that way. Um, you know, a lot of time they do the chakra alignments and all that stuff. And I would say Reiki, as far as energetically and spiritually, was one of the experience um, that really helped support it. Uh, what I need at that time as far as uh, healing and growing and transforming and such. And it really helped ground me in some ways and, and balance me. Um, having a good uh, Reiki practitioner is really good. And, you know, kind of also recap why I decided to get trained in Reiki and, and practice Reiki uh, is that I want, you know, because I received such a great gift um, and and really has helped me uh, tremendously. Really, you know, in a way, kept me alive. Um, I want to be able to learn that and be able to give that to others as well. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at as far as like uh, Reiki concern. It's just um, really feel the um, the true essence of that healing um, of uh, that divine energy that uh, was given you know, was given to me through Reiki practice. And and it did took, uh, you know, um, more than once. It's not kind of like a one-time hit and you heal. It's, it's it's um, um, you know, I think I've been there almost monthly for a while. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a very powerful practice um, when you're ready to receive it. So, yeah. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Okay, Sterling, I've been obsessed with Fat Five on Netflix. That's awesome. I have no idea what Fat Five is. <laughs> Again, I apologize. Uh, so, okay. So, oh, Tawana is answering 
Diana's, I think. Um, American Modern is great for home older than 10 years old. Allstate has crazy low rates for less than 10 years old. So uh, so there you go. Hopefully that was uh, good information for you, Diana. Okay, uh, Laura, uh, so do you have a king-size bed to have room with Daisy and Boosie? Yeah, you're awesome. Okay, <laughs> no, I do not have a king-size bed. I have a queen-size bed, and Daisy pretty much takes half of the bed if I don't stop her from doing it. And in the middle of night, she sneaks in and literally right next to me. So I got this big old hot, luckily she's not super furry, thing right next to me. Um, it's complicated. It feels weird. And I don't like it. But that's all I got. It's a, it's a queen size bed. So I don't think I have it. And also, like, I don't think having a bigger bed necessarily keep her not be so close to me either like some reason all these animals like to be like right there skin to skin on you and i'm like Ugh, get over me but she's over 100 pounds and when you're like half awake you, it, you don't have the energy to push them off so <sighs> yeah okay so uh joe said it was a netflix show okay so the call the midwife with next week. Uh, it's a Netflix show. Hmm. Okay. Uh, one of these days when I feel like binging on Netflix, I'll probably check it out. I'm, I just haven't had a really feel for Netflix uh, recently. Sometimes I just feel like I'm just watching the same thing. So I stopped. Uh, okay. So manufacturing specifically, so answering that. Hey, Lupe, thanks for uh, joining. And Angela, my chihuahua somehow takes up the whole king-size bed. Yes! I don't know how this animal does it. Like, I got this big dog, you know, I'm, like, trying to, like, keep her off the bed. Or when she does, she's kind of, like, she starts at the bottom of the bed and she get, comes up. And then all of a sudden, she's next to you. And then you wake up, you have, like, a cat on top of you. So, there's no... A king size bed or two beds not gonna help. Like, they have plenty of space. I bought dog beds. I bought cat beds, and they all need to sleep skin to skin to me. That's the situation. So, it's uh, you know, when you love your animal, you kind of endure it. But I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say. So. Anyway, what else we got here? So we are at 6.55. So we got five more minutes, uh, but I love it. This is amazing. And I do also want to kind of um, answer one of the questions that I did not do last week because I want to make sure that uh, we take care of the uh, offline folks. So there was, was a question uh, from somebody asked, um, and I guess this is uh, people living in Douglas County. And, and these are uh, uh, from people who are, I believe, in the LGBT community. And they ask, where do you find a girlfriend? Uh, where do you uh, meet people to date around here? And so, um, as a single queer individual, that is a hard question to ask. Uh, so how about this? There are a lot of us. There are a lot of single folks. 
you have to just get out there and ask and say hi. And, and you know, um, I know dating app is a, is a way to find folks. Um, I, uh, I personally don't do a lot of dating apps, uh, but I heard Tinder has worked for some people. Um, there are a couple uh, apps called. There's a for if you're a woman looking for a woman. There's an app called Hers that I heard. Uh, it's a uh, have worked for some people, uh, and also for some people, I think uh, you know you might have to kind of expand your uh, geographic range uh, because you might have to look for somebody outside of the area. Um, I know that might not be ideal, but that might be too. Um, I, I sometimes meet people myself that I might be interested in and I just get the guts and ask them out. Does that, you know, is that a good thing? I don't know. Like I kind of old school that way. Um, I just like, if I feel something about with somebody and, and I'm like, I, I just go balls on the walls and ask them and, uh, so if you, you know, I definitely don't think Facebook dating is a good idea um, because Facebook had tried to get me to look at that and every recommendation they sent me is like far away and like under 25, which I'm like, no, what? I'm confused. And so... Um, you know, if that works for you, great. Maybe, you know, you could get on this and let us know. But um, how do you find a girlfriend? You know, you got to just put yourself out there. You know, you also got to, like, really, like, be open to who you are. And if you are a queer woman or queer man looking for a partner of the same sex, um, you got to really know that's what you, who you are and what you are. And, and because, like, some of us like just don't know if that's you know you're that kind of person or uh, stuff. You know, I myself had the worst gaydar. I have no gaydar at all. So I'm like, and especially for me personally, I like more, um, you know, femme-looking women. And with that being said, like you know, meaning in dress and some makeup and things like that, I have no idea if they are straight or gay or queer or whatever and I am and sometimes I'm not about to go around asking uh, around if they straight or not because I'm not I don't want to get punched in the face by them or their boyfriend so uh, it is not easy but sometimes like you know um, if you get the few and if they give you kind of like a, uh, a queer vibe a gay vibe you, you guys just make the move so I might not be the best person to ask, but I know that like I just you know go with my intuition and go for it, and sometimes a little research. Um, so, but uh, yeah, dating apps uh, uh, also good. I heard eHarmony has also uh, been useful too. So um, maybe later I will start checking out some of them and I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Anyways, I know that there are some questions. Uh, see. Bobby Lee say his question on Instagram didn't get answered. What? No, I, I answered that. The spiritual uh, sanctuary, I answered that question. Or unless you're asking about the dream cell. So I'm not sure. Uh, 
yeah, part of the journey of taking a step on an unknown. So. Uh, oh, man, I did miss some stuff. I apologize. That's weird. Make money. How are you doing? So, anyways. Uh, to end the question, Star Wars or Star Wars or Star Trek? Okay, is that the question you're asking me? Um, Star Trek? Because there's a lot more series and I've seen that much longer than Star Wars. Anyways, uh, oh, 701. Uh, Got to wrap this up. But thank you, uh, Tawana. Don't be scared. Get out there and meet people. Uh, say yes to most invite, and you never know. That's what I try to do. So uh, Royal sent me some people on uh, Facebook dating, and Jake say Star Trek. E. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to debate on Star Trek or Star Wars, so uh, we will continue this conversation next time. And I'll see you next week, Wednesday at 6 p.m. And I'll sign off now. Bye.